This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Everything you say upsets somebody. Please welcome the man behind the madness. The most important person with all due respect. Let's go! Your host and audio flavor maestro. My man. Marquise Edwards. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's my Kevin Samuels impression right there. We back again. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all got that, huh? See, she looks on left at that one. Uh, we back again with another episode. Uh, thank you all, everybody who's been tuning in. Uh, you all been enjoying it. We've been pumping out the content. The numbers are up, so keep help, helping us run these numbers up. Thank you all for listening. Hope you all uh, enjoy the conversations as we continue to keep talking about what's real. And today... On this episode, it's Zone's turn to uh, come up with the main topic, but we're going to keep doing what we've been doing and ask each other a few questions to get to know each other on some random things. Now, I will say we have not recorded it in a little bit, so I did not have the questions I wanted to ask her, so I got my little uh, Poddex app here, and it's going to be something random. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be from her take anyways. I'm so, I guess I'm still getting to know her, but it's not <laughs> the specific, specific questions that I wanted to ask her, so... So, my question for you. This is out of this is from this is from Poddex. Shout out to Travis Brown, who's the uh, maker of Poddex. Uh, okay, this is in the relationship section. Section zone. When it comes to cheating, forgive and forget. Forgive, but don't forget, or don't forgive at all. Ah. <sighs> That is a hard one for me personally. By the way, hello, everybody. <laughs> Let me think. For me, I can say, first of all, I don't forgive anything, nor do I forget it. Because if I forget it, that's, 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 I don't know who invented that saying. It's stupid. Whoever mm-hmm. told you forgive and forget told you stupid. Because you literally can never forget anything unless you get your head and have a major. So I personally don't forgive or forget. I just move on. I deal with it and I have to ask I gotta have reasons why because if it's something I miss something I'm lacking I would want to know why but forgive or forget no now what I do is I just let it be because for one monogamy is a choice so for me to say you cheated on me I can't say that because I know monogamy is a choice and that's just something that I feel like you should already have discussed in the beginning of your situation like hey if you monogamous be monogamous but if you say, hey, I'm not the monogamous type, I know what I'm getting into. And that's one of the things I ask anybody I deal with. How do you feel about monogamy? If he say, hey, I just want one person, we can deal with that because that's what you said. But if you say, hey, I'm not, you know, I've been known to cheat before, blah, blah, blah. I can respect that. So when it happens, I'm not really surprised. Now, if you tell me I believe in monogamy and cheat on me, I'm going to forget that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna forget that because I'm gonna tell you, motherfucker, you lied. You're totally different than what you said. So now you're a liar. Now you're a yeah, liar too. <laughs> yeah, you're not only a cheater, you're a liar. So no, I don't forgive or forget. Again, I don't even want to put my own own relationship out there, my my marriage, because it is what it is. But I'm not ashamed of it, and that's the same thing I told my husband when we got together. People change. Hold on, first of all, people change. So what you felt. 10 years ago ain't what you're gonna feel now if you was totally for monogamy 10 years ago and 10 years later you'd be like i don't like monogamy i see some bad asses out there then 
I respect that. You say, hey, I changed. I get that. But don't keep telling me, hey, I don't cheat. I don't cheat. I've never been a cheater. And here you are cheating now. So again, I'm going to tell you again. I just don't give and forget. Fuck you. <laughs> it just is what it is. We can still talk and deal with, with life as it is. But to say I forgive and forget, how do you forget? Because in the back of your mind, everything you do is going to meet to me. is Everything you did from the time I found out you cheated to now, it's going to be a lie in my mind. Nothing you said is true. Nothing you said is real. Nothing you said is legit. So I can never say I forgot it. If I walk down the street right now, forgive you. And as soon as I see another girl, and my mind is, we walking. Are you going to get her number when I'm not looking? How many times have you cheated? Who are you cheated with? What that girl look like? You know what I'm saying? A lot of questions have. So if I tell you I forgive and forget, smack me for saying this bitch is lying. Because no, (laughs) I just don't forgive and forget. That's just me. So I guess it's kind of forgive. Do you forgive? No. Oh, you say you ain't. I just forgive. let it go. You let it go. Just... I don't forgive. I just let it go. I can never forgive it. I can just let it go. I can still talk about it because when think about it, if you forgive, yeah. how come every time y'all get in an argument, you bring it up? You bring it up. That's true. Yeah, because you didn't forgive or forget. I, so I think that uh, when it comes to forgiving or, or forgetting or something like that, if you see changed behavior, there's no reason to bring up like how somebody was before if you see change behavior but a lot of people they got them tendencies and yeah you're gonna dig up them old bones because you're like hold on that like like if you address a if you address an issue or a problem right you address an issue or a problem and you're trying to move on from it you got to do everything that's not making that person relive that moment or whatever you did to convince them that you ain't that person no more. like you said people change the only way that you will forget it is they would have to literally, you know, their actions would literally have to convince you, which is hard for a lot of people to do because people can't just change who they are unless they really, really want to. Now, there are, there are it's always a small percentage of people, you know, it's always somebody that they might, they might could have truly been a mistake. They could have truly just, you know, yeah. not, not, not been there. I'm saying they, they couldn't, they, they could have, they could have seen the, 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 the fault in their mistake. And that's a nah. small percentage. It's a small percentage. Nope. So, you, you don't think you don't think nobody changed the it. mo. They like I said, a leopard never changes spots. They changed the mo, but the spots never changed. A leopard can lay in mud, but that spot will still be up under that mud. Nah. Yeah, I mean, but carry you on. Got, yeah, got, I mean, I said like the small percent of giving somebody the benefit of the doubt because I like I feel like I, I I feel like I I think it's the same it's the same thing with every bad trait. Like I feel like when somebody's a liar, they probably ain't gonna stop lying. Like they mm-hmm. just. And, and they they keep because because lying has become comfortable and convenient mm-hmm. for them to always always get out of stuff until they, they get caught until they get caught because some somebody I I, I saw and I know we be talking about mean stuff all the time I saw a meme that says um apologize apologize something like make your apology as loud as when you was doing something I didn't know or something like that you know what I'm saying like because people only feel bad when you know but they they don't feel that bad when you didn't when you didn't know when you found exactly. out then when you found out something now they want to feel bad when you found it out but when they did it before and you ain't know it wasn't no it wasn't no problem my so, point exactly it doesn't change yeah. So I can see where you're coming from there. And I was just trying to be a little bit optimistic kids nope. a little bit but yeah it's like I like when I know somebody's a thief or you put or all your jewelry away <laughs> you do not leave them by themselves because yeah. you, in your mind, is they're going to keep stealing from you. It's just like your job. Let me ask you a question. So your job, you say forgive and forget. Does your job forgive and forget anything you do? When they, when you get in trouble at your job, do they forget? No, they write it down and they put it in your files to throw it back at you later. 
So you know, with your relationship, when you, know, you forget something, they write it down, put it in their files, in their yeah. mind, and hold it for later. No job ever wipes your slate clean. They're like, oh, I'll let it go for six months. They done told somebody, told some somebody, and then somebody's going to bring back, hey, you remember that time he was on a job and, you know, he got here late? Yeah, 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 that's right, he did. They bring it right back to you. Well, we tried to let it go, but no, I noticed that you come back late again. Boom. I thought you let it go. No, you didn't, because they reminded you that you were late before in the yeah. past. Same thing yeah. with relationships. Nobody ever forgets. And if a female tells you she forget, she's lying to you. If a male tells you he forgives, because don't no man forgive a woman for cheating. I don't care what you say. Now, if he is, he's a simp. But men do not forgive their wives for cheating. Women forgive men. Men don't forgive women. It's always in the back of his mind. And that's when he goes out to venture out. So somebody said they forgave and forget. Chances are they didn't forgive and forget. They wouldn't have started doing what they wanted to do just like you did. And in my mind is, if I take you back, first thing I'm going to ask you, gonna not send, then let me ask, because it's funny, me and my husband had this conversation. I, I said, if I take you back, what do you think is going to happen? The minute I decide to go out, go out and cheat, you're going to question, am I doing it or get back? Why mm -hmm. did you cheat? How come mm -hmm. you doing all of this? Did you cheat on me before? Are you lying about not cheating on me before? Because in the back of your mind is, I cheated on her. So when she cheats on me because somebody done found a little bit of place in her heart, you're going to think all the questions I thought about you. So yeah. that's why I said, I'm not one of those people that feel like if you stay, that's your choice. But for me, I'm looking like, I can't stay because my mind is always going to have that small piece that's going to say, what if I do find somebody? How can I cheat on you? And you find out about it and you're going to be mad at me because men can't get over women cheating on them, but they'll cheat on women. So it's just like a whole lot. Of, it's let me just in, in there saying, no, hell will forgive and forget. Mm. Stay, stay. But <laughs> if you go, you have a legit reason. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy you brought that up about the job stuff. I ain't gonna get too much into it because you about to shoot your question to me. But um I had gotten writ written up in my job, right? Uh for something. I won't go into specifics. But <laughs> that shit cost me so many opportunities though. Like after the person who wrote it, who who wrote who wrote the write-up for me mm -hmm. was was long gone. But that shit was in my file. That stuff messed up so many opportunities for me, even though they say that they don't, they're not using this negative or derogatory or whatever to to stop your opportunities going forward. That shit, that shit just got uh, shredded just literally like a couple of months ago. Like it's almost it's almost been a year since that shit was on me, and I'm telling you, like it literally was just shooting opportunities, shooting up because people that don't even know me look at that, and that's why I said like I can see what you're saying about about that part. Um, and to that, but they they shredded now until it's shredded until you know get in, do something stupid again. You know what I'm saying? Now it's gone. But that hindered me for so long, and like my motivation, even I'm like, I'm like, what the, what am I trying for? And, and this is here, and you gonna look at me like whatever that is anyway. Uh -huh. So why the hell, why the hell would I keep on trying when that's gonna hang over my head, head my, hang, hang over my head anyway? So that's crazy yep. you said that. That's crazy you said that because like that happened specifically to me, so it was crazy. So that's like they hit home, <laughs> they hit home real hard right there when you talk about that. I, I, I was contemplating. I said, should I even tell this damn story? I see, I'm going to tell it because it's, it's you, it, you hit the nail right on the head on that one. So. What you got for me? Off the top of my dome, I always have this interesting question I ask people. Like, so your first date. This is your mm. very first date with a girl. Y'all never discuss much. When y'all go, when, when y'all decide to go out, the first date, who do you, who decides the first date in your, when you're dealing with somebody that you really, really like? Do you let her decide where y'all go at? Or do you feel like as a man, you should decide where y'all go. 
Let me let me think. Okay, so I, I think I this my this is probably my mindset then. I don't know about now, but this is my mindset then. I know, I know, I was trying to impress, so I know like I want to make this experience because for guys, first of all, um, you know the the chase is always like a, you know that's when they get the most energy when they chasing, chasing, chasing. You know what I'm saying? So I probably was overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to be the person who made everything for that that moment, that night, that day. You know, it could have been like way out of my league, but I want to set the standard and the bar so high. You know what I'm saying? So I think that the, I think the man probably should. Now, the more practical thing to do would be to take someone where they want to go, because that now looking back on it now, if you take them someone where they want to go, that's probably a little bit better than us trying to take control and do everything we want to do. But back then, when I first was dating, I, there was the woman wasn't paying. The girl wasn't paying. I was take I was taking care of everything and I was balling way outside of my financial means to make you know to to like because I, I feel like it's that first swing you know what I'm saying it's that it's that, it's that first swing you try to knock it out the park you know what I'm saying you try to knock it out the park even if your ass is broke the days after you say look when I do get some money <laughs> when I do get some money this this is the type of shit I'll do for you <laughs> this is the type of shit I'll do for you so I you know back then I think all I think every single time I was always you know trying to like uh, be the one to set the set the tone and set the mood and stuff like that for first dates because I feel like that's your first like a, like a job interview, you know, you know like 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 a job interview. If you don't if you don't make that first impression, if I come with a nice suit on and I come you know sound like I like I got something going on, it's gonna be another candidate and you, then I'm gonna be upset, you know, because even if, even if they ask you, even if you go to where they are. Well, I mean, well, where they where they'd like to go, you can still impress. But I don't know, just something feels better about your own idea that you just get more excited about. You know, like I'll take us to where she want to go after that. After I done roped you in, then we can go where the hell you want to go. I don't care if it's McDonald's, but I just want to let you know, like, yeah, I'm throwing that red carpet out, and you know, and, and you know, and doing what I got to do. So definitely me. <laughs> wow, it sounds like to me though. You just for again, everything comes down. You said like an interview, so it sounds like to me you lied on your resume. You said hey, I wanted I to. I took. I went outside my means to impress this girl. So what it says to me, you lie on your resume all the time. You got to cut that out. Stop lying hey. on your resume like that. Hey, you want that job? You want that check? <laughs> no, but you got to keep upholding that lie, though. If you I, take her to Benny Harness, knowing you can't afford it, she's going to expect that every time y'all go out because I feel like you lied literally to impress her. So she's going to look like he, again, comes back to the same thing with cheating. It comes down to you lied to me. So when you're trying to impress the wrong woman versus the right one, you're going to be broke because you're trying to impress somebody that you already know. If that's the type of mentality they on, that's what you're going to have to keep up with because you done told her, I'm a Benny Hanna man, and you don't have Benny Hanna money on a regular. Not a McDonald's brother, but a Benny Hanna brother. That's what she's going to expect every time y'all go out. Hey, she can expect what she wants. We ain't going there every time we go up, but hey. Okay, but you already lied. You lied on the resume, not her. Hey, and I got hired. Hey, you can fire me. Exactly. I, got, I, still, I still got about two weeks, 30 days before you kick me up out that thing. So look, I, I said, look here now. I'm in the door. <laughs> pull, pull, in, pull in the door, wave in the 4-4. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you shouldn't have lied, though. You just told her, look, I only got, I got a two-for-one coupon. Look, that's how we going to go. 
she got to respect. Already, you already know what kind of woman you deal with. You say, I got a two-for-one coupon. She go like, that's cool then. We can go Dutch. We can go blah, blah, blah. So you know what kind of woman you're getting with. And I feel like that's why a lot of guys, because I ain't even asked the question. I'm just going off what you said. I feel like a lot of guys, that's why they get in situations they get in because they try to impress versus being who they are. If you don't have the dough, you ain't got the dough. So you just say, fuck it, I ain't got the dough. But the girl's gonna respect you, she's gonna respect you. Because if you set yourself at a high standard, you gotta keep elevating to that high standard. Fake it till you make it, I think it's kinda stupid, but you get, that's why when a guy says, damn, all right, I married the wrong girl. Because you you got her based off of what you gave her impression of. Versus I would rather come in pretending I'm poor than to come in and pretend I'm rich. Because if I pretend my poor, when you see what I got, I know you value what I got. But if I, like me, I'm going to tell you now, I'm at home on welfare. Let me be real. That's me. I'm on home on welfare with four kids. I ain't never been married. You know, I ain't got nothing to my name. So when a guy comes to me, he looking like, well, dang. Okay, I guess I can deal with that. Once you get to know me, you go, oh, she got her own place. She got her own car. She makes decent money. Boom. So I know what I'm dealing with when you're talking to me. Because if I told you anything I had off the break in our first conversation, first whatever, like an interview, you may say, well, yeah, I ain't got to do much because she already got this. But if you think I ain't got, you might go say, well, dang, Charlie, I'm fine with that. You know, we can work. I'm going to help you get a better job. I need to know where your mental is and your head is at trying to deal with me versus me trying to lie to you and tell you, you don't see me. Look at my hands. I never get nails done. So you ain't got to worry about that. Me, I keep a haircut. I got a, I got a mohawk. So literally, you go like, well, I know she ain't really high maintenance. She chill. First thing I'm going to tell you is like, look, we got to go to the shoe store because I see some new kicks I want. You already know. I'm not going out to get no uh, no Jimmy Choo's or no goddamn no Hermes because that's not me. But if you came to me like you got that kind of money, I'm going to spend it like, dang. So when I met you, uh, you said I can have Jimmy Choo's every chance I want. Why well, ain't got none? But you shouldn't have gave me that impression that you did. I wouldn't be impressed thinking I elevated versus I didn't. And that's where women don't look for the red flags of. He took me to the restaurant and he looks kind of, I'm a body language person. When the check comes and you look at that receipt, you look up at me, look at that receipt, look at me again. I'm going like, can you afford that? Yeah, yeah, I got it. My mind is listening to how your tone changed. You ain't really got this. But the brother that looks at me like, all right, cool. Here, I know that's something you're used to doing. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going yeah. to like, like to pay attention to people and how they react. So that's why I was just saying, you lied on your resume, bro. Don't do that. But, but hold on, hold on. Before you start chiming in, I, mean, I said, you said back when, you said back when I was young. So let me let y'all all know now. That was back when I was young. I'm broke as a joke now. I ain't got a goddamn thing but this damn podcast and this damn career I got. That's all I got. So before y'all start flipping the script and thinking, no, I the money ain't long over here, baby. It's a short little boat, short little short bus over here. So that's back before I said, back before. For the for clarity out there, anybody that wants to even come this way, I'm letting you all know I am broke as a joke. <laughs> and it ain't even funny. I'm laughing at it. It ain't even damn funny. <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. It's funny to me. I'm not broke, but I'm not going to say I'm wealthy neither. I'm frugal. Oh, uh, I'm broke. And I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm broke. <laughs> I am broke. And that, hey, that's just what it is. All right. So I got a question for you. I think we've been on these questions for a minute. So let me, we're just going to do two. I'm, I'm, I got one more for you because they've been coming into like these good back and forth with us. So, what are some annoying habits of other couples that bugs you the most? Oh, God. Let me just say, are we talking about 
in person or social media? Because either, I can combine either, them. Either one. Go ahead. I, I hate a couple that has to fake like they're happy all the damn time. I hate a couple that like literally on social media, they got to post all these videos like they're lovey-dovey. It's very few people that are literally that lovey-dovey in this generation or this era. Like every time I look, me and hubby doing this, bruh, okay, we get it. We don't give a fuck. We don't care. Why are you trying to, why you got to put it out there? Like the whole time I've been married, I had 20 years of marriage. And you've never seen my husband on social media. You've mm. never. And you're on my page. You've never seen my husband's picture because that's a privacy part of me. I don't need everybody to know what I have, what I got. So when I tell people that literally 20 years, people go like, I didn't know because you don't need to know. I don't need mm. to impress you. I don't need you to know what I got going on because I don't need you to go in there and go on his page and try to see what he looked like or see what he got or see what he don't have. Because you might go on the page like, oh, so they living over here, such and such, because he done posted out here. Or they living in the hoods because this, you know what I'm saying? I don't need you to know that. And I all secondly, my only second thing is before we go, is I hate people that feel like y'all have to do every freaking thing together. You don't have to do everything with your mate. If you're going to, for example, if you're going over John's house, Tiffany ain't got to go with you. Tiffany can stay home. Why do you have to go? Like, you having girls night, and we sitting around thinking we're going to do girls night and here I look, and your man, your baby father, is sitting right there with us. How's this girl's night? And he's right here. I feel like, why do you have to do the clingy thing? I hate that. Either I'm feeling like either you don't trust her, or you're either controlling, don't trust her, or you don't have no friends. Because you don't have to do everything with your mate. Let your mate breathe. That's why it is 99% us and 1% me. 99% thing meaning that we can do a lot of things together six days a week. One day, I need some time to myself. I need some me time where I can refresh, where I can go out and tell you about my day. I can't tell you about my day when you're right there in my day. I'm going to tell you something exciting happened when you sit right there looking at it. And I'm looking like, damn, <laughs> that gets, that's where I feel like your relationship starts to get frustrating. It's like going to, remember when you say when you got kids and you go to the bathroom, your baby at the door, and you be looking mm -hmm. like, damn, when is this little motherfucker going to go away so I can take a poop by myself? When can I get in the tub? When it's, they do it when you're 18. But the rest of that time, that's, you know what I'm saying? I think that everybody needs me time. Everybody needs an eye time. Seven, like I said, six days is us, one day is me. Let me have my time at the spa. Let me have time with my girls. Let me be able to sit in the conversation by myself, not have you interject, not have you, because your friends can't talk to you when your man is right there because something's a little bit too personal. I just don't feel like now, and please don't tell your man everything I tell you because sometimes it slips out their mouth what you done told them. You know what I'm saying? And I done entrusted you, like if I'm cheating on you, and I go... Damn, you know, I've been cheating on my keys for like two months. She go home and go, Erd, guess what I heard? <laughs> I've been cheating on my keys for two months. Erd mm. sit around. He ain't really saying much, but in the middle of something, like a middle of argument, he get drunk. He go and tell you, shit, you know your girl been cheating for two months. And you go like, bitch, you've been cheating for two months. But then you be looking like, how you know? Because she done told it. Everything does not need to be told to your mate. Your mate don't need to be with you 24-7. Some things you really have to keep to yourself. That's mm. just me. But what about you? I, I just think in, I think in today's world, right, like, well, trust is a, a lot more effed up than, uh, than before. So, 
people tend to try to control the other person because they really, the trust is like fragile. All these terms and all, like, it's like normalizing, like, what, what's the, what's the, what's the term to use? A sneaky link. <laughs> sneaky. We ain't here about no, we ain't here about nothing glorifying no sneaky link or, 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 or no, or nothing like that. So, like, everything is, is kind of out there uh, for people to be sneaky, right? So, like, if that's all that's on social media, it's all that's in the music, all everything like that. I, I think we talked about it before. I, I think it, I think it programs people. So sometimes people subliminally just act like what they what they go like or what they go listen to. You know, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. They do that. So er, think about the internet; it's public to everybody. So if it's a page with a bunch of inappropriate stuff, you think people ain't going liking what they seeing what they girl like to see because. When, when you when you when, when you do that, you like oh she likes shit like that, right? And she ain't telling me. Then your your antennas is up, so that's why people be all over, you know, all over all over somebody's shoulder. Now I do agree with you. I hate people that's always acting like they super happy on social media and all the time like that and sharing stuff. But at the same time, when you talk about you not posting somebody, now I'm not saying this f- for you per se. If in today's society, right? If you don't present yourself as if you have something, maybe like one photo or something like that, or one something like that, we know people be backdooring, DMing, uh, what you call it, because you don't know what somebody doing. I just feel like it's a certain level of appreciation you have for somebody. And I, I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying, but this is my take on this. I feel like if you have a prize, right, you might show one picture of it and you go put it in the safe in the vault, something like that. And this is this is, this is especially more so for. For, for men and women, it's not even no, it's not even no uh, back and forth. Because if I if 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 as a man, I'm I always post myself all the time, post myself all the time. What's somebody somebody gonna think? They gonna think I'm single, and if I ain't putting hashtag married or have a ring on my finger or nothing like that, and then I'm opening the door for people to think I'm single, and then you know that might make some more problems. Same thing for a woman, right? If she posting all pictures by all the time by herself, all the time by herself, all the time by herself, you gonna think she's Man, gonna think she's single. We already know the sneaky, the sneaky link thing. Everybody always, nobody's commenting on the on the photo saying, "Oh, you look good. I want to talk to you." No, they gonna do it. They gonna backdoor and go on the DM or, or, or go. You know, that's that's how on social media. I'm talking about just on social media, right? Uh, on that aspect. So, I don't, I, I don't think somebody should be always posting all their business on social media. I don't think that. I don't think they should always be posting each other together. But if you portray yourself a certain way. You're gonna get attention because there's some people out there looking, looking just as for for chinks and the you know and, and and whatever it is, and that that's 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 the world we that's the world we live in. So I can't we can't control it, but I say I don't want I wouldn't want to invite that you know that type because you know it's it's hoes out here just waiting to you know waiting to see opportunity and they they they, they, they that's that's how people are as people and I know I understand that part. So I'm not saying post everything, but like let it be known. Like even if you said say, say you never posted a picture. Uh, a picture of your significant other, but you put like wife or you had a ring on your finger all the time on your just something in to indicate that yeah, I ain't showing you that it ain't your business, but I am taking. You can't like play single and then be in a relationship because then you invite other people to disrespect your relationship because they don't know you. Some people disrespect your relationship even if they know you in one, and some yep. people disrespect, you know, you see what I'm saying? So and then 
There'll be some excuse. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know she was uh this and that. She'll never. She'll never say she married. She'll never wear no ring. She'll never uh post you. She'll never do that. You know what I'm saying? So you invite and giving more excuses for people. People that's dirty gonna be dirty. Period. Don't give them no excuses to 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 try to justify their their, their dirty behavior anyway. So I'm just saying like just stuff like that. Like, you ain't gotta even post nobody. If yeah, you just gotta let it be known in a way where you know what I'm saying like hashtag off the market hashtag uh, any anything to just indicate that yeah I'm 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 not public with my life. But I'm also not looking for nobody right now. The same way people that single be screaming, they now people that's truly single be screaming, single, screaming, I need somebody, screaming, I'm looking for this person. They do that loud and loud and proud. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all the time. They do, don't they? But people don't be out there screaming, I'm taking like that. And that's the problem in today. That's the problem in today's world because it's like everybody's like, you know, not making that distinction between stuff. I'd have heard men and women. Oh, I can't wait till I find the one, my queen. So, so I, I uh, no, another woman. I can't wait till I find this. I, I'm hashtag. They, they, aren't they always hashtagging single and always hashtagging? They need to find somebody. I need. They do that. So keep that same energy on the other side. So you won't get no problems. You're never going to like prevent all problems, of course. But I feel like something, some little disclaimer in there should be known. Yeah, I post my life. I post a picture by myself, but I'm or just t- taken, just hashtag taken. Something, just something to say, look, niggas or whoever else is reading. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? C- come, come, come correct. Come correct for right now. Because if you don't, people going to be under the notion that they don't know or they're going to, even if they do know, they're going to act like they don't know and they're going to disrespect something. Then who knows what that can turn into? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's my, that's my take on that. I yeah, hate but- the. I, I hate the happy, the happy fake on uh on Instagram, happy fake on social media stuff because nobody has that many happy days. Like like you said, it's a small percentage of people that's gonna be that damn happy that all the time unless somebody just mm-hmm. tr- drinking Kool Aid all day long. So like I yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you on that part. Like but I got a piggyback though. You said look at, if you look at my page the whole time I've been on social media the last ten fifteen years, my page says it says actually it says uh engaged and okay. everybody looks at that and everybody looks around it even though i don't post my man you just mm-hmm. said let it be known it says engaged it's been saying engaged since 2004 which i've mm-hmm. been married but i never put married i just put engaged because it's certain if otherwise i'm engaged or married you know i'm with somebody nobody mm-hmm. ever really cares that it's, it's only a handful of guys like dang Charlotte, it does say you engaged no nah, i actually i'm married I never changed mm-hmm. my status, but I've been with the same press for 20 years. So mm-hmm. nobody never knew that, but they didn't care. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I never post this picture because one thing about females I've noticed, they will look through every picture in every folder to see who you tag, to see what your woman look like. I see a lot of dudes page that says married to Shonda Grimes, and you be looking like, let me go see what Shonda look like. She's going to look and she's going to investigate Shonda's Instagram, Facebook. She might even go back to this chick MySpace page and MySpace is shut down. But that's what I'm saying. So why am I going to put myself out there or put my husband out there or put my... I mean, granted, I'm single now. But what I'm saying is, why am I going to put that out there for you to piggyback off of? Like, literally. And I'm going to say this honestly because I can use my own relationship before we change subjects. My, I never... I never post my husband. My husband, I don't even know how the, the girl found who I was. The girl found me. Never, mm. I've never connected to my husband's page. I never did. I don't even think he had me like literally on his page, but he had my name somewhere. The girl actually inboxed me with some BS about my husband. And I'm looking like, damn, bitch, you went through all of that to find me? Like, for real, is it that serious? Because I didn't go chasing you now. I knew about you. I knew about mm. you before you knew about you. 
But my point is, I didn't go searching for you. I didn't give a fuck about you. I didn't care what happened because I don't care. My motto is, and he's going to tell you, he'll say after off the break. My wife motto is, I don't give a fuck. And that's always my motto. So for her to come after me, literally, no pictures of me on his page because I asked him out of respect. Keep our household relationship separate from whatever you're doing. First, your side piece should never know who I am. She should never know my name. She should never see my picture. She shouldn't know nothing about me because any person I deal with don't know nothing about you, don't know what you look like. The most they knew is your job occupation. That's because a lot of the guys I mess with come from the same occupation, a driver. That's it. But they didn't know your name. They didn't know what you look like. They didn't know where you worked at, really. They didn't know what you drive. This girl knew my name. She knew my kid's name. She knew so much. And that's the same thing I was saying about cheat earlier. The level of respect. The level of which you do certain things. When you're cheating, oh, that's a whole different subject. I'm going to leave that alone. But my <laughs> point is, there are certain things why I say I hate it. I hate when you put too much of your business on social media. Like right now, you'll never know if I'm working. You'll never know if I'm in a relationship. You don't know anything. All you know is her page is wild. That's all you need to know. <laughs> because at the end of the day, what people, what guys think is, oh, I'm going to just post. Ain't nobody worry about it. What female sees is, oh, I'm going to dig up everything I need on her. See, I need to know what my competition looks like. I need to know, do I dress better than her? I need to know, do I need to step my game up? I need to know where they go out to eat at. I need to know because even if she don't post about him, she's posting on her page. So she's mm-hmm. going to be friend your girl. Mm-hmm. She's going to be friend girlfriends around her. She's going to do a lot to make sure she gets in y'all business one way or another. And when you don't give her what she wants, she's going to expose it. Your side mm-hmm. piece should never know enough about your main piece to where she can expose y'all situation. If you never post your wife's name, if you never post anything about your wife, she can't go on your page and rat you out. But because you tell too much, she got enough to break up your happy home because she wants to be in that home. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I never, I never said like do the tag the whole married to antagonist stuff like that. Like I, I never understood that part. Like that's our, that's that's asking for it. <laughs> like that's that's asking for it. That's like yeah, I'm gonna take this L. So like I, I, I ain't, I ain't say go that far. I ain't say that go far. Now if you say if you, if if you it, like like you said, you can say engage married. If you say married though, and some like at least you know. If you, because a lot, a lot of women just put married just so no, nobody won't mess with them. So at least you know the people who who, who skim through that. You know what type of person. You know what type. You know mm-hmm. what time. You know what time it is. I'm like you know what they're about. You know what I'm saying. So like, yep. I you ain't gotta say married to nobody or engaged to nobody, but you already know if I got this up here and it's public information and you see it, I already know what you want. You know what I'm saying. I know what you want because we all we reread. We can act like we don't. We read. We read those things before somebody holler at you. Best believe they go look at your bio to see, mm-hmm. you know, just to see something, to see yep. something, to see something. Everybody do because they want to see who lane they stepping in and how they got to approach. There you go. So that's that was that's it for that. We can probably go a whole episode about that, but I'm gonna I'm chill. And we should have. That's a different. We that's a deep <laughs> subject. We do got to go on. We be hitting. We be hitting a lot of deep subjects, boy, all the time, <laughs> on and off the air. Boy, I'm telling you. <laughs> Okay, so you ready for my question? I do have mine. I've been holding on to these, so let okay. me pull them out. No, they're not okay. serious. But so let me. So everybody has insecurities. Let me ask: What is an insecurity that you have about yourself that you probably want to work on, or you can work on within a relationship? What's an insecurity that I have that I want to work on? I think that I'm a. Uh... Hmm. Insecurity, man. I think sometimes I'm too forgiving and too nice. And uh, I know, 
best believe I think I'm too forgiving too much at times. I think I toler I think my tolerance is way too too high. And when, when once my tolerance, once you get over my tolerance level, it's like I'm a different person, but I just allowed my tolerance to be so high. I was pissed off already, but I just allowed it to like build up, build up, build up, build up. And then once it's over, once it's over that, everybody think I'm a madman. I've been mad. I've been crazy. You know, I've been like, best believe if I flip, it just means you just been fucked up so much that, you know, like now I lose my shit. I've been lost my shit. I was just like, I'm losing my shit. You know, it's going up. I'm losing my shit. I'm losing my shit. And then it finally topples over. So that's why I say I feel like I'm too nice because I tolerate way more than I should. Way more than I should. And uh, it it sometimes uh, portrays me as if you know, like, oh, you can you think shit is sweet type, you know, type 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 of deal. And I and I can address and I know that you know, and and I know that I just try my best to say I'm not gonna let everything get me bent out of shape. You know what I'm saying? Or give you know, give me off my square. And sometimes you be like, fuck it. I just don't, you know, I just don't care. But in my in the back of my mind, I'd be like, man, this pot, you know how you turn the pot on and it, it ain't boiling at first, it just start to boil and that then that that that, that uh the top start to shaking, you know, like you oh the water boiling, and then the top start to making that whistle noise, like you say, Oh, the water boiling. <laughs> I, 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 I I have to stop because I know once the tolerance gets to a certain point, like once I'm on demon time. That's it. <laughs> like, but I, sh- but I, sh- I shouldn't let it build up that much though. Because that's me, me being nice and me letting it build up so much to like, okay, mm-hmm. let me show them that this ain't sweet. You know what I'm saying? Let me show them, oh, this ain't what you think it is. Because when I'm on demon time, it's like my my eyes turn red and I don't care about anybody and anything in between. But I need to stop doing that because if I, if I, if I, if I lower my tolerance, I'll be like, all right, cool. Let me get you off the rip right now. This ain't going the right way. And stop it there before it gets to like green hawk type mode. Because when I'm a hawk mode, I'm smashing shit. I'm, I'm no, not literally, but you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, like I'm angry. Like I'm angry. Like the rationale, the rationale. I'm as smart as I am and bright as I am. All this out the door. You know what I'm saying. And I think people take that for granted, uh, especially with people like me to just kind of be calm and reserved with, you know, with a lot of things. They think you can't flip the fucking switch. <laughs> they think you can't flip the switch, and that's one thing. I, but one thing about me as well that I'll say is I don't like people to know what I'm thinking. I don't want people to know that they piss me off because I don't want to know where they can, you know, where they can hit me at either. So I understand that part, but sometimes it plays again. It, it, it plays not in my favor because I'm like I'm trying to be this chess this chess player, not checkers. You know, being all patient and letting you, you know, give me. But then I'll be like, boy, but when I when I flip off because I don't gather all like like when the Fed when what they say the Fed got like a ninety something uh conviction rate. When I, and they, but they said the feds are very patient. They said the feds will get stuff for you on you for years and years and mm-hmm. years. You think you're good. When they get that case, it's a it's a lock. <laughs> like it's it's the percentage is so high. So I'll be like, man, I'll be gathering stuff and gathering stuff and gathering stuff. When I'm ready to make that conviction, your ass is in your ass is grass. Yeah, that's that's how I'll be. So I said, I don't want to get to that point though. I don't want to get to that point. So I know that's a flaw, man, you know, because I just try to be understanding, you know, try to be mature understanding. But sometimes you got to just, you know, you got to just call a spade a spade. So <laughs> I can agree me. with you on that, but that's not me. But I can understand that. <laughs> I can understand that to a T. I see mm-hmm. it all the time. So I can mm-hmm. get that. For mm-hmm. me, it's I think it's for me, it's just, just different. My only I think my inadequacy or my insecurity is body shape. Mm-hmm. Like. As a black woman, mm-hmm. now I don't speak for other races. I'm never going to speak for other races. But as a black woman, 
my insecurity comes in when I meet somebody what are you really getting with me for like you know you got like 500 girls you got like five girls standing at a, at a at a sign and you see that one and the first thing you look at all five of them and all five of them are you got you know you got a body shape you got all the body shapes and you get with that one you go like yeah she got a big old ass so <laughs> i figured i can dig in that ass you know what i'm saying <laughs> so that is the insecurity of mine is i'm thinking what are you really getting with me for because you got four pretty girls sit right there you're gonna tell me <laughs> I met you because of your mind. My mind doesn't talk. My mind hasn't even said anything. Literally, my mind is shut down for the moment. But you're going to convince me that those five pretty girls and you have to see me. The first thing come to my mind is you only saw my ass. You didn't meet me. You met my ass first. Because that's just reality what it is. Even in my 40s, my mind is always going to be, did you meet me or did you meet my ass? Because you figured I'm going to nobody can really hit nobody's going to give you anal sex every night but your mind is she got a fat old ass you didn't you didn't meet me because you wanted to get to know me you met me because you i got a fat old ass and you figure i'm going to hit that's just that's just the insecurity i've always had with everybody i meet you you can't tell me when you when i was riding down when you was riding down the street past my ass you didn't stop and say, I think that girl has a really good mind. I would really like to dig in her mind and see what's in there. You stopped that car because you seen an ass walking down the street that you really, really want to hit. Because once you get to know me, you don't, people don't generally ask you a lot of questions. Like we're talking now, guys don't generally ask questions anymore. Because I've noticed that the first maybe couple of conversations, you might ask a few things. But that third conversation or that third topic, you're going to slip in sex. You're going to slip in something about the body part. And I'm like, damn, we just don't meet for the minds anymore. We don't meet because we think we got something in common. And I'm thinking, have we always been like that as a human nature? Have we always been like that? I'm going to I'm going to meet her and I'm going to hope they hit. So, you know what I'm saying? You don't need guys don't even fake it anymore. They don't even pretend to get to know you for your mind anymore. They they slide in a sex picture. They slide in a sex question within the first two or three conversations. I remember when guys used to come to girls and you know, fake like you want to get to know her before you even ask to hit. Now, first thing is, is when you come to my house, when can I see you? Not like, when can I take you out to eat? Um, take you on a date, take you out somewhere. Yeah, yeah right. Guys right. don't ask those questions anymore. And black, as a black person, women have, black women, me personally, have been so accustomed to that they don't even ask it no more. I forgot those questions exist now. So when they, like I said, when I was talking about earlier about the Russell Wilsons versus the Futures, when a guy, when a Future, when a Russell Wilson comes along, I'd be looking like, all right, he got a motive. Because he asked to take me on a date. Guys don't ask that anymore, so I forgot dates exist. So like, just, honestly. Just, just, just for the record, I'd like to say for the record, out for the heirs out there, I am a future turn Russell Wilson, everybody. <laughs> I, I, that's me. I am no longer future. I am Rus- I am a dark-skinned Russell Wilson. I, my future ways have been gone a long time ago, so <laughs> go, right, go, go right ahead. <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about, though. No, I, yeah, I From do, that I do. future to that Russell Wilson, you yeah. literally forgot. I mean, and women have gotten so accustomed to the futures of the world, they don't see the Russell Wilsons. They don't clearly understand the Russell Wilsons of the world because you forgot about going out on dates. Now you got to where you, what they call it, Netflix and chill. You forgot about Russell Wilson because you didn't got the futures, Netflix and chills. Mm-hmm. 
It's weird, lie. but I, I just think the the the, the value of the, the value then left. Like I don't even think sex is valued like it was anymore. Because like the reason why people talk to you in the third conversation about getting some after they know they can go to somebody else and get them a second conversation. So it's like if that's all they if that's all they're after. Like they like shit. I'm not about to keep on, you know, trying here when I can go to somebody else who don't have any type of anything. And go on, on the first question, on the first question, and you know, and ask them something like that. So that's the pro- That's the problem. But I just, in, in my mind, like I, I feel like, how is that even sustainable and enjoyable over time? Like, I guess that's that's the grown man to me. That like, when does it even like? Is it is it is it is it is it fun? Because like. Once you get to a certain age, you're like, bro, you got way too much energy to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I ain't got the energy for that no more, for that no more to be honest with you. Like, I ain't, I ain't got the energy doing all that. Like, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool exploring with somebody else, you know, in this life. But, like, all that energy because everybody got different personalities and stuff like that. You're dealing with all these different people. There's no way in the world that you're going to be saying to yourself, I don't care. That, ain't, ain't nobody sex that good. I'm so sorry to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody sex that good where you just, where you just, with everybody and you and you can and you gotta because first of all when you have sex with a woman you know it's, just, it's some attachment so you having sex with a lot of women and you ain't having no attachment with them what's that saying about you first of all like you ain't you know what i'm saying like if, what's that saying about you that's all i'm saying what's that saying about you if if you, you just at one in one night and uh, out the other night that's all they're using you for so dang you ain't got that much to offer either <laughs> you ain't got that much to offer either so because we're know. accepting it though that's the problem. We're, we keep accepting it. We no longer know if we're beautiful to a man. First of all, I hate when a man called you cute versus beautiful. Cute is for babies and puppies. Beautiful is your woman. So we've gotten so accustomed to the shot of you cute. Cute is for babies and puppies. You don't think I'm beautiful enough to be your girl? I mean, I'm not saying I got to look like, we're not going to wake up looking like Beyonce in the morning because I don't wear makeup and I don't plaster nothing. But do you, we don't, we no longer hear we're beautiful. We no longer here. We're desirable. We have shot you cute. Shot you got a fat ass. Shot you got some nice titties. And we have let that become our monkey for how we set ourselves out for people. Like, I wish a guy would just approach her every once in a while. Be like, Shawty, you know, you, you know, you're real beautiful. You would go like, oh, thank you. So now when a guy said that, you go like, you just want to fuck. He ain't real. Because those are words that younger generation and even our generation no longer says. I remember you guys don't compliment women the way they used to. So women don't understand compliments. Well, I don't know if they compliment because they don't compliment black women. When you see them online, the first thing, even on social media, they look at Beyonce, they don't go like, I'm not, because I love Kelly Rowland. You don't hear them say, Kelly, you might, you hear girl, we women say, Kelly Rowland is gorgeous. Kelly Rowland is beautiful. Guys go like, she all right. But when you go to Beyonce, Beyonce is a thick red bone. You go like, so not that she's beautiful, she's desirable. You have terminology that displaces how a woman values herself. We've been devalued and we've been reduced down to cute for puppies, not beautiful as a woman. So we don't know how to hold value in ourselves. That's why you got to date yourself to find yourself beautiful. Because you're not, you're going to keep getting futures that only see you as desirable sexually versus the Russell Wilson who says, "Hey, my baby is beautiful." That's just me. No, that's 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 true. But you know, part of people like, I don't know why, you know, because if you think about like toxic relationships and couples like that, you hear any success stories of toxic couples that've been lasting 40, 50, 60 years? No, like that's not that's not sustainable. You know what I'm saying? Like if you see somebody like with, with like Denzel and his wife or somebody like that. 
they wasn't just like they grow together. Even why even even Will and Jada. Even Will and Jada. Like, yeah, they they grow through problems and stuff, but like a super toxic ass relationship. <laughs> it don't got a, it don't have a long shelf life. That's why I was like, why do everybody why is, why, are, why is everybody okay with this? Like I, I think it's because it, it just it's so accessible to get so many things without having to make any commitment nowadays. You can have somebody living with you, cooking for you, fucking you, um, cleaning up, doing everything. So why the hell would they even try to get married or have a serious relationship when this is like like when when being that level or something, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got you, you know, it's like why do the why do the the the, the full circle when you you, you get like eighty percent of it, ninety percent of it for free without no commitment? Well, see, I don't believe in merge, so I don't believe in merge in the sense of so I I can I can't really talk on that because I don't believe in the merge in the sense of like I said I did the paper merge which was wrong of me different subject that's a different <laughs> subject within itself that's like I said another subject we can touch on later that's mm-hmm. a deep subject that I really. We really got to touch on. Hey, but, hey, we got we got time and opportunity. We got plenty more. Yeah, so I'm going to do my second question for you because you got your two in. So let me get my second one. So I do have one for you. So let me go. So let me, let me find it. So I make sure I got it because I kept it. Um, What is one childish or childhood thing that you still do before relationship, during relationship, and after relationship that you still enjoy doing? This is wrong of me, but I still be joning big time. <laughs> I did, I did that in school to the T, and that sometimes get me in trouble. <laughs> sometimes give me a big, it, it give me a big trouble. Of course, my savagery and it's like, like because it, when you were a kid, you don't, you have no, there's no safe space, of course, at all. But like, I still be doing it now, and I, I guess I might be still good at it because I be getting people pissed off. So like, that's something I need to chill on. Actually, to be honest with you, I try to stay away from that now because. Obviously, I have some knack for being able to joke, and sometimes, you know, I guess I get the Dave Chappelle treatment sometimes when I make jokes of you. <laughs> I think sometimes I think it's funny because I don't really take a lot personal myself. I can take a joke. You can say, darn it, you can say, darn it, anything to me, and I'm going to laugh at it if it's really funny, as long as it's not like, you know, like, I think we talked about that before in previous episodes, like disrespecting my parents, like in a disrespectful way and like that. I'm cool. Say whatever you want about me. It's words. They words are they 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 go in the air and they drop to the ground just like that. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm not internalizing anything. But when I say something, whoo, baby. When I say something, well, I guess I just be hitting hitting the heart with the dagger or something because people get mad at me and I I can be laughing while I'm you know, while I'm saying it, but it is not. Today. Man, I got some really. Bad backlash with my my Jonah, and I'm not even like I wouldn't consider myself a top tier Jonah, but that's one thing. I did you say it's childish? I say yeah. I guess it's one. That's one thing. I probably got some other childish things, but that's probably the top thing. It's like it's it became a part of me. You know, what I'm saying it became a it, it became a part of me. Just like crack a joke, <laughs> crack a joke, and most of the time, my jokes at this age they probably inappropriate or close to inappropriate, and I still say it anyway. <laughs> I still say I still say it anyway. So. That's probably yeah. That's probably one thing. If I can say one thing, that's probably one thing. This child is about. I still, I still do. What about you? I'm still. That, that's one of the things I still do. But that me, I, I love a person that can still joke. Even if it hit below the belt, I'm just one of the people. That's not mine, but I do agree with you. I do still love the joke and Joan because it is a monkey for me. Because even if I, if you say something that's deep, like if you say, "Hey, she got an overbite," eh, I don't know. I mean, it's funny to me because I can join on it first. Because I would right. tell you off the break, you ain't said nothing that's gonna hurt my feelings. Because it would take a hell of a lot for you to really pierce my skin. 
Cause see, when mm-hmm. you hit hard, I'm going to hit harder because Same. that's just me. Because I Same. find it, you got to have that tough skin. If Dave Chappelle can say something, you don't get bad at it. Why should what I say affect you? And Dave Chappelle told the same joke. So I feel like that's just, it's not childish of me that you do that. But for me, I'm still the childish thing I still do and I love to do. I still love the playground. I still (laughs) love to go to the playground. For some odd reason, like if they still had the merry-go-round, oh my God, I miss it. I would still be on the (laughs) merry-go-round. Just going around in circles with that mirror. You remember Recess, the cartoon where you thought you could go around up on the swing and go to another world. It's just, I love the playground. It's always going to be something in my childhood that that's the one thing that you can, you can never take back from a kid is playing on the playground as a child, playing with your friends after school, sitting on the swings, uh, doing a spider, you know, getting on the monkey boss, chicken fighting. So those are things that I still love to do. Even as an adult, if I see this playground, I want to get out the car and go swing on the swing for a little while. I might want to get out the car and say, Oh, they got a, a, a monkey bar. Let's monkey fight. You know what I'm saying? That is just something yeah. that I still think is, it may sound childish to somebody else, but it's nostalgia to me. I love playgrounds. I Don't ask me why, but it's just like, even if I get 80, if I get 80, I want my kids to still take me to the playground, put me on the swing and push me. I think it's cute when I see a man pushing a girl on the swing. I think it's just, it shows they still have a little youth in them. They're not as serious in life. They still have a childhood love. That's just me. No, no, I, I, I love that. I, I simply love that because uh, you made me think about something. This is t- totally not even show related or top related with my, because <laughs> w- 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 you know my son in Chicago and stuff. In Chicago, ain't that ain't that type of atmosphere. But I, here in Italy, I got like a playground out there, and he was out there swinging, and he was so happy out there in that playground swinging, like this, so happy in their peace. Bro, that, that made me want him back here just off you off that conversation you had right there because he was like playground does something for a kid like it's fun it's the it's the only little fun you could be by yourself you could be with somebody else but a playground is gonna always you know like have those memories and I wish I can you know I wish I can have him here to have that memory with him right now because like that's just that's just something like like you said you see how years and years and years later if you if, if you instill that in them in them now while they while they kids because I don't want them to know like video games and TV and stuff like that because all you're gonna do is turn to a big ass couch potato because you ain't gonna want to do nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Something it's something about like playground monkey bars and slides and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, you, just made, you made me get excited just hearing about it and I'm a grown <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? So like I I hundred percent agree with uh with playgrounds. If I if I had to say something, that'd probably be in my top three as well with playgrounds. Playground and the ice cream truck. You never forget that. You remember uh, playground and the ice cream truck. That it takes away for me, I think, even when you just said your son, no matter what he has going on in Chicago, when you get on the playground, you take yourself to a whole nother world, a whole nother level. Just the laughter you have from being on the swing. When you look back and see how far you to reach, you smile. When you look back and see, not even you being a dad, if you're pushing him on the swing and he looks back at you, he feels safe. Knowing that if he falls or if you're pushing him, you're not going to push him over. Or if you push him and he, you know, and he come back, you're there to catch him. It takes away the stresses of when you reach back. Like even if you took, I'm saying, for example, I think one of my first dates, I would maybe want my man to take me or not even my man, my future king to take me to the playground. Because when I reach back and see who's behind me, holding me and touching me, it makes me feel safe. 
It's another mm. moment in my life that makes me feel safe. I forget about the gunshots that just happened five minutes ago <laughs> because I know the person behind me is going to mm. catch me. If you see me slipping and I come back down off the swing, you're going to grab me and let me know I'm okay. The same thing with a parent and a child. When you're little and, you're, and you hold your child and you see them slipping or they get scared, when the swing comes back down, you holding them, you're touching them, you're letting them know, hey, I got you. You're okay. And that's just the moment that it takes away from every day of having to go to work every day of my bills it's just a moment in time that's special and sacred no matter where i'm at who i'm with and what i'm doing if i can just go to a playground and just sit i can close my eyes while i'm on the swing i can come down the sliding board with my eyes closed i can lay back and just lay i can lay on the bench and go oh my god this just feels good nobody's mm -hmm. stressing me nobody's bothering me i'm just on a playground being at peace and one with nature and myself and away from the world stressors that's why I, it may sound childish mm. to somebody else. For me, it's just a relief. Mm. Well, I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I, that's one I can't take. I can't take from that. That's, that's a feeling. That's that's a, whoever don't like playgrounds. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I need to revive with y'all. Try to go to a playground and re, re, reincarnate the feeling that we're talking about right now. That's all I'm gonna say about playgrounds. <laughs> it, it is what it is. But I just had to get yeah. that out the way. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we ready. For the main oh, I'm, I'm born ready. Okay, this is a little bit. I, okay, so here's the question: As in before you go into relationship or when you're in a relationship, what value do you feel that your girlfriend adds to your life if you whether you have kids or not? And what basically would it be? What does a woman lack in life that will make you say, "I can't do this. I don't want to be about her." Yeah, first, right. what value does she bring to your life that make you want her? That you feel like your woman or your mate will bring or can bring into your life? And what can she lack that will tell you this ain't it for me? 